Welcome, everyone, to the Extraordinary Women Podcast. This is episode 108, and I'm your host, Sherry Harmel. I'm the editor as well as the chief creative of Extraordinary Women. Thank you for tuning in to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, the show that is part of the Extraordinary Women Online Destination where we share inspiration, tips, advice, and even some laughs specifically for women who are serious about stepping into their dreams. Our motto is no more procrastinating, let's just do it. Visit us at ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com to find show notes for each episode, as well as content that is sure to get you fired up and moving forward on making your dreams happen. From the Extraordinary Women Magazine, which comes out four times a year, all the way to the Extraordinary Women Notebook, which we call the EW Notebook, which is a weekly blog that is posted every Thursday. We are about supporting you and every other extraordinary woman to make dreams come true. Now, let's begin today's episode. Well, today I'm going to talk about birthdays. I recently had a birthday. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, although I'm pretty sure that you could guess, but I love my birthdays. I love the month of my birthday. I love the season of my birthday. Now, in French, they don't say, je suis uh, 50 an, which means I am 50 years old, as we do in English. Instead, in French, they say, j'ai 50 an, or I have 50 years. Kind of interesting, isn't it? It's a tiny verb difference. But when I pause to think about this difference, I believe it's actually an entirely different way to look at your birthday and your age. For example, let's say you are 50 years old and you might say, I am 50 years old, which marks the present time. In this moment, I am 50 years old. Now, if we say it the French way and we use the verb have, I have lived 50 years, suddenly what comes up is this feeling of gratitude. I have lived 50 years and I respectfully acknowledge all the history and living of those previous 50 years. So, I guess the short answer to the question in the title of this podcast, when should we stop celebrating our birthdays, is never. You should always, always celebrate your birthdays. You absolutely want to celebrate all those years that you have lived, the accomplishments that you've achieved, the heartaches, the failures, as well as all your wins. Those experiences make up the patchwork that represents your life. But how do you celebrate? And and maybe how we do go about celebrating changes as the years pass. And I've got a few ideas for you here. 
Number one, create your birthday venue and invite people that you enjoy. Many years ago, a good friend in Boston introduced me to this lovely birthday celebration idea. I had never thought of it before. Ellen invited me as well as several other good friends to be her guest to the chef's table at Juliana, which is a restaurant, fantastic restaurant, by the way, in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Ellen said it was a celebration that she wanted to share with her best and truest friends. Now, I had never, like I said, before heard of this tradition, but it was amazing, and I was so grateful to be included. So, when one of my very first long stays in Paris was over my birthday, I invited a new friend to a birthday lunch celebration at La Grande, I'm going to say this totally wrong, La Grande de Feu. It's in the arcades of the Play Royale. It was a phenomenal day. Now, you might think these two examples are odd. Aren't friends supposed to take the birthday girl out for lunch or dinner? But ladies, it is so much fun for you to take charge of your celebration and share the day with someone who you treasure. Le Grand Vifeu restaurant, by the way, is in the Emily in Paris series. It's when Emily thought she had a reservation for that big company event. I think it's in the very beginning, but forgot the European way of switching the day and the month. So they had to go elsewhere. I think it was to her boyfriend. I have quote unquote restaurant. (laughs) Well, anyways, that birthday for me was a lovely birthday. And how could it not be? I had Paris. I had Le Grand Vifeu. I had sharing it with a friend. I can still remember the room, the waiters, the place settings of the china, the courses. It was amazing. Another crazy but fun birthday gift to myself was one birthday I flew one of my sisters in Minneapolis, this one was in Minneapolis, to Boston so that we could celebrate together. Now, she wanted to see Boston but couldn't quite afford it, so I made it happen. And it was a weekend of laughs, shopping, (laughs) amazing stories. Now, these examples are a little bit extravagant, but celebrations can come in many forms. You could invite your best friends to your home and prepare a meal of celebration. What's important here is that you don't hesitate to create your own celebration outside of those normal traditions. Face it. At some point, none of us really needs any more gifts. So this reverse gifting experience can be a super fun idea. And if you're celebrating solo, which I have done on many birthdays, don't let yourself take that deep dive into feeling sorry for yourself. Don't wait for invitations, hoping and wondering if anyone will remember. Create the experience yourself. And invite your loved ones, if they're around, to enjoy the day with you. Another idea. Send yourself a birthday card. (laughs) Actually, make it a love letter. Tell yourself all that you celebrate from your past. Maybe you go back to that first job, your graduations, the challenges that you overcame. Acknowledge all of your gifts and talents 
and praise how you put each of those gifts and talents to good use in all the years that you have lived. You're basically envisioning your fabulous future. You're adding in everything that you're looking forward to, everything you're going to create in your life. Be your own greatest cheerleader. Remember, we can't expect anyone else to be our cheerleader if we aren't front and center leading that cheer. For years now, I have sent birthday cards to myself. But also when I travel, I send myself postcards and letters. And sometimes those cards actually beat me home. I keep them all. I have found that the notes and thoughts that I jot down while I'm out of my normal environment are especially poignant and consequently cherished long after the event or experience. Someone much smarter than me said that to know yourself, to really know yourself, you have to leave the place that is familiar. Beautifully said. Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year, and with that minimal investment, you'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But this is a big but. This is more than just a magazine. During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. Now, my third idea, (laughs) and that is to make yourself a beautiful vision board. Put every dream and wish that you have on that vision board. What if you had as many wishes as candles on your cake? One wish for every year? Well, that would be a lot of wishes on my, on, coming from my birthday. So if that's too daunting, maybe put in one wish for every decade that you have lived. Vision boards are incredible. And I want you to know that one of the gals that I interviewed on the Bloom TV podcast and myself are actually going to offer a special conversation on vision boards to the Extraordinary Women private Facebook group very soon. So what wishes and dreams do you still hold? Ask yourself, if money, time, and support was unlimited, what would you love to do? What would you love to make or build? And if you're stuck coming up with another wish, mimic what you did back when you were a child and it was your birthday. Before you blew out the candles on your cake, 
Remember, you close your eyes to make your wish. Do the same when you create your vision board. Now, do vision boards work? Are vision boards a thing of the past? Well, decades ago, when I regularly spent time in London and the English countryside with my former husband, I made a promise to myself that I would live part-time someday in Europe. Europe was so much a part of my childhood books and actually my adult dreams. So photos of cities in Europe, hiking in Europe, cafes and homes in Europe were all on my vision board. Well, here I am in Paris. So no, vision boards are not old school or things of the past. So embrace making a beautiful vision board and put it up where you can see it regularly to remind yourself of all those wishes and dreams you have in front of you. What's on my current vision board? More travel. I want to see Venice and Rome, maybe Stockholm and Copenhagen. And I just, for some reason, have this intense urge to see more, have more experiences. There are also photos of people who are smiling at each other, usually sharing meals around tables. I want to continue to create community in the two primary cities where I live. And I'm always thinking about ways that I can do that. Now, there's always a special someone in my life that I'm hoping arrives uh, on my vision board. Uh, Usually it's somebody who dresses a little bit like Cary Grant. Um, There are also photos of multi-generations because I, you know, want happy and healthy children and grandchildren and I want to spend time with them. There's also a big logo of the Extraordinary Women brand. I want to reach more extraordinary women like you and support women to make their dreams happen and find those ways to to create that amazing next chapter, that amazing second half of your life, something better than maybe you could have ever imagined. So my vision board is full, but that's how I like it. I can't wait for you to create your vision board. Now, Here's my fourth idea. Get an astrological birth chart reading. Now, if you aren't up on astrology, your birth chart is a snapshot of the planets at the exact time and place you were born. It's not woo-woo unless you don't believe the Earth is, you know, the one of many planets within a galaxy. And I just want you to know that I had birth charts done on both of my children not that long ago. And I wish I had done these charts when my kids were born because both charts have helped me to understand each of them better. Years ago, I gave one of my sisters an astrological birth chart reading for her birthday. She actually cried when she listened to it because she said it so perfectly explained her challenges as well as her gifts. As for my own birth chart, All I can say is that there's a lot of clumping of activity in the sixth and seventh houses, which truly explains a lot. So, should we ever stop celebrating our birthdays? No. Because if you do, what does that mean? That your birthday isn't important enough to celebrate? That instead of celebrating you, you should be choosing to be invisible? 
you should be pretend that it isn't your special day? Of course not. Number four, and this is my last suggestion, send yourself flowers. Pick out what flowers you love. I've done this a couple of times, and it actually is fun. You know, whoever's delivering it has no idea the gift is coming from you, and it feels very special. Make a spa appointment. Pamper yourself. Pour yourself a glass of champagne. Put on Abba's Dancing Queen and, you know, dance through the house in celebration of you. Thank you for listening today. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts. Remember, your feedback guides the conversations we have on this Extraordinary Women podcast. Take good care, ladies. Abiento. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And if you liked this conversation, please press the like button, subscribe, and share this podcast with other extraordinary women like you who you think might enjoy this conversation and join our community of truly extraordinary women. Now, we might seem like a group of just average gals, but we are doing amazing, extraordinary things. That's the key to creating a magical and purpose-filled life. So I hope you join us. Take good care. And as I say in Paris, a bientôt.